0: Welcome to the Inside Chat podcast, co hosted by founder of the Delforge Group, Valerie Delforge, and ex salon owner and business coach, Amy Gordon. We'll be sharing weekly episodes with you where Valerie and Amy discuss hot topics and questions sent in from our listeners. A must listen for all salon, spa, aesthetics, and skin clinic business owners. Check in every Monday wherever you listen to your podcast, and we'll be here with a new episode ready to help you start your week off right.
1: Retail, we always get the same barriers. Which is, what's the point of them selling it? Because ultimately, I have to. Let's say you've got a fifty percent margin on the on the product. You then have to pay twenty percent on the uh, VAT. You then have to, uh, let's say, you give ten percent mm-hmm. um, commission if they achieve a certain amount. So it doesn't leave you with much, really. No. Ultimately, no. so. When we talk about retail, we talk about retail culture, mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of time, uh, a lot of salon owners are viewing it as yet another thing to add to it.
0: Yeah, and I think there's a, a bit of a misunderstanding about it as well, in the sense that I, re- I remember when I, when I had the clinic, you know, it was more of a sense of that it's, it, it's part of the customer care, part mm. of their journey, you know, you can't just do a facial... And then not recommend the, the retail. But it's not retail, it's the home care. How can mm. they get the best out of their treatment? And definitely in skin, personally, I think 80% of it is home care anyway. Mm. 20% is treatment. So you're actually not doing your client justice, by not, same with a hair client for
1: argument's sake, you know, uh-huh, I how heard to send me to Holland and Barrett to mm-hmm. buy my shampoo and conditioner. Oh no! <laughs> I'm looking at it like this <laughs> lovely brands around us. Yeah. Surely you can actually um, give me the brand that, that you're, would shoot yeah, my hair
0: and that you're using, and that yeah, exactly. So yeah. I just think it's always looked at in the wrong way, and I do think as a salon owner, it can seem a bit of a chore like you said there's it's not added. a lot of money in it it's you get you know the, the team are quite often difficult not every team but the are no. quite often a bit difficult very resistant with it and it's just like oh, do you know what mm. what's the point and actually then you've got you know is it money wasted because you've got it sitting on the shelves and so on but it is just, it's the thought process behind it, isn't it? And the the kind of, the understanding of what those products are actually for. Yeah. And it's not sales, it's not sales, because we call it retail sales, but actually, I think this, the word sales invents something different in your mind.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's because I'm so sales background, you know, I was behind yeah. the counter with Clinique and Karen, mm-hmm. so obviously for me, retail's always been part of my DNA, you know. And when mm-hmm. I came into... The uh, uh, spa industry, suddenly I was thinking, why are we not selling? Mm. I remember my boss in Clinique used to say, you know, if you want to sell, you need to have bones on seat. So, you know, people that were going around the counter, sit them down, do uh, makeup or do something and talk to them. Mm. I remember thinking in the spa industry, you've got them you know, half naked in front <laughs> yeah. of you and yeah. you can't even have that, you know, that kind of connection of what is it that they need, which mm. is, we're just not taught how to do it. Even for her, we're not taught how to do it. And this little subtle thing that's going to change you talking about the product to the client, mm. but a lot of times they feel a little bit awkward. But to me, retail culture comes from the top. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and from the minute you step in as an employee, Mm. that kind of needs to be made, you know, part of your training, part of your onboarding, part of the journey. And more often than not, it's not. Mm. Because again, I think that owners aren't necessarily confident in the retail sales, not to sell themselves, but in in actually getting the team behind it.
1: Yeah, yeah. you know. but don't you see it if you've got a team that's not really selling and suddenly you've got someone that comes into the team that's new and she or he or they mm-hmm. sell constantly mm-hmm. and they sell to everybody or trying to and suddenly the retail sells and you're thinking everyone's been telling me it's really hard to retail but actually she's coming in and you know, selling to, to yeah. like never before, so you can see it ultimately it's a mindset thing. If you're deciding, yeah, it's assumption, it's yeah if you're deciding that you can sell and you want to sell, and it's part of that mm. customer journey. and I'm just recommending you will do that. So, so, to me, it's quite apparent when you've got someone who comes in, you know, they sell mm. ice to Eskimos, we mm. say, isn't it? They that's just the right thing, that's yeah. the one. <laughs> Um, you know, they're just constantly on it mm. because they have no barrier and for them it's part yeah. of what they do. Part of the journey, yeah. But there is an element of selling well. I always feel sometimes, I remember one of my friends said she used to go to a facialist and at the end of the facial it was very much, you need this. Yeah, I
0: mean, exactly. And she
1: felt so awkward and she said, you know, look, yeah. I just bought the first time, I bought the second time, mm. I bought the third time. By the fourth time I was just feeling so just awkward, and it actually wasn't as relevant for me, so I ended up not going there anymore.
0: Yeah, because you don't want that pressure as a client. I mean, there's definitely a fine line, but it doesn't, and I think this is the image that you conjure up when you're thinking retail, Mm. is that all teams are, you know, getting this image in their heads that it is that whole, you need this, you have to take it, Mm. and so on, but it, it really doesn't, it's just part of your care for that client, and if you're doing your job to the best of its ability and you're and you are passionate about it and you want them to get the result then it's only natural to recommend how they can achieve that result and and
1: it starts to me at reception level as well when you know that phone call you know what brand are you currently using are you familiar with the brand that we're using etc because i feel that that's starting that little you know thought process for the client about the brands and what, yeah. what we believe in and what we do mm-hmm. but a lot of time all of that is overlooked so it's purely on the pressure on the service provider to retail mm-hmm. and I also feel sometimes when we do mystery shops for example or we go to certain places and we, you know they, they, this obviously for me much younger <laughs> therapists most of the time yeah no, <laughs> awesome. <of> <laughs> You know, and they're just telling me things where you can see the confidence is not there. Yes, yeah. So it's, it's actually, if you really go back to basic, as far as I'm concerned, you're the expert. So you're telling mm. me your expertise. Yeah. But if you're a little bit awkward and you're really not comfortable in the language you're using and you're not doing the consultation properly or you're using the wrong word, I'm not going to
0: be engaged. No. There's another thing as well, I was just thinking whilst you were talking, that I think a lot of um, salons, clinics, baths, whatever it is, hairdressers, are resistant to give um, samples still. Mm-hmm. And it amazes me because I think actually that's quite a soft way of starting to get the team to start to, you know, just every client, just, just, offer, just give them the samples. Mm-hmm. If, they're, if they're struggling... To, to do that whole get over that barrier, then at the very least, then we should be offering samples. You know, I definitely would be more, in, as a client, be more inclined to buy if someone lets me try the product. I don't think that's a wasted opportunity to do that, but I think mm-hmm. it's seen as a wasted opportunity sometimes. I think it needs to
1: be done properly, because mm-hmm. otherwise, I, I, you know, when I do mystery shops, for example, I did one for a brand... Um, a a long time ago and and I do mention this one because it really stuck in my head in the sense that the lovely lady behind the counter it wasn't a big department store it wasn't in a spa or salon Um, you know she kind of asked me a few questions so far so good and then you know I had huge kind of menopausal spots on my chin and that was my main concern but obviously she had a target on the anti-wrinkle cream Mm -hmm. so all she went on as soon as she discovered my age
0: yeah. <laughs> Let's She's just the go <laughs> for the anti wrinkle cream.
1: You know, and she went on and on about the anti wrinkle cream and I was just standing there thinking, That's not my main concern. Now of course I'm concerned about wrinkles and I've got about twenty eye cream at home. Yeah. And some of them in a the fridge for, you know, mm-hmm. kind of puffiness or whatever. So of course it's a concern, but it's not my main concern. No. So because she could see I wasn't buying into it, she gave me a bag. For of samples. Oh yeah, that's yeah. That ultimately, I, half of them I didn't even know what no. I... you don't know what to do with, you don't know. But I, at the So that's pointless.
0: Yeah, it is. It, and it I possibly, left
1: spotty and wrinkly.
0: With a bag full of stuff you have no idea. It's it's like, it's, it's, so, I mean,
1: you know, ultimately <laughs> you're standing there <laughs> thinking, oh my god, I mean just
0: give up. Yeah, I know exactly, but um if it's done right, I mean we used to do you know, we'd give them a, a nice like cards that went with the um, samples as well you know this is what we want you to use in the morning this is what you want yes ideally the client buys there and then but sometimes client or they only want to take one product so don't punish them because they don't want Mm. to take all of the products in the range help them and support them brilliant take that product and i'm going to give you this and this to support the routine or support the hair, whatever it is, Mm. Um, more often than not, they come back and they buy.
1: And Um, I think that's a fear, though, isn't it? Oh, they're going to take it, they're going to go online, they're going to buy from QVC or whatever. You can't avoid that. No, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Exactly. And I always say retail, and it's kind of the old saying, rather, is the law of averages. The more you try to retail, the more you will. Mm. If you try to sell to one person in a day... Um, you, you're you just not likely to sell anything if you're mm-hmm. trying to sell to 10 people that booked into your column you might sell one product you do that every day that you're working you're kind of achieving your target but a lot of time the culture is not there so we mm-hmm. tend to feel a little bit awkward or or we start with the first client and it's a no and yeah, and say, you know, yeah yeah you haven't got a Slap across the face yeah. and I don't want this product, you know. So you, you just calm down, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and let's just, you know, enjoy recommending, I guess, for mm-hmm. the right product and also the quality of products. I look at my daughters, I used to go to like body shops and I know. cheap places, Yeah, but you now, know, now they're they, they branded. Yeah, I know. my daughter got a rose water from America that cost her $40 <laughs> and about $18 on, you know, on shipping. Oh. I know, next thing yeah. you know, I hope you're enjoying that $120 <laughs> of <rose> water, that <laughs> is absolutely ridiculous, body shop. nothing yeah. wrong with body shop, no clothes. obviously no. we love so, body so, shops, yeah. absolutely but if you're using premium products yeah. exactly. for the uh, treatments that you are delivering, then you've got to kind of position yourself with what you're you're using, otherwise what is the point isn't it? So all you have to do now is press the subscribe button and join us every week for an insight chat. And if you have any
0: burning questions that we haven't yet answered, then just pop in the comments below or send us an email and we can include them in one of our weekly chats.
1: And also we have started this amazing community of like-minded salon owners to join us on a monthly basis with our insight chat subscription.
0: Yeah, on that chat as well, you'll also get access to lots of free downloads and content that can really support you in your business. And thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next time.